Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely role players, where theatrical people play role playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, and I'm your compare for this studio production. Here on Merely Role Players, we improvise stories to entertain ourselves and you, the audience at home. And we use role playing games to keep the story going places even we can't see coming. Because as theatrical people, we are all about maximising the drama. In this production, we're playing Dr. Magnet Hands, a role-playing game about weird superheroes for three or more drunk lovies, designed by Grant Howitt. So please take your seats in the studio for tonight's production of Dr. Magnet Hands, Act 2 of 2. I am Dr. Magnet Hands. <laughs> At midnight, I will crash my radioactive moon rocket castle into the World Health Organization. I'm Jeff Goldblum. I'm a superstitious rad. I'm soft skull. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Superman! Holy minestrone! That's S-O-U-P-E-R! I am Bubble Wrap Man! It's me! It's Butterscotch Cannon! I'm Miss... Selenius. Oh my god, I'm so sorry I'm here, guys! I'm the penguin of constant remorse! Fear Dr. Magnet Hands. I think Jeff Goldblum wants to add some panache to the next stage of the story. Uh, I brought with us um, some very essential items of baggage, and they are matching jumpsuits. Everybody suit up. They're all sequined. And uh, you get the color of your choice and your own personal logo emblazoned on the back. I worked for long months with a VIP designer on these babies. So make sure that you enjoy to the fullest extent. And um, if you can um, promote them on social media later, that would be much appreciated. Thank you very much, Jeff. Oh, Jeff, it's really regrettable, but I said I was a medium, but I'm really a large penguin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just try to squeeze into this. I'll just do my... Oh, my, my wings, Jeff, my wings don't work well. <laughs> That's all right, little man, I brought spares. I think as I uh, zip up my Jeff Goldblum design jumpsuit, it just goes... A little bit tight. Oh, no. Jeff Goldblum only likes clothes to be slightly too tight. Slightly? (laughs) Hey, Jeff. Mm. Would you like to play some jazz piano while we're making our way to the moon? To play some jazz piano. How about I play it and you sing it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Here we go.
Okay. Är det plink plink plank? Plink plank. Plink plink plank. 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 The space hopper impacts on the surface of the uh, the irradiated surface of the moon, kicks up a crater of a crater of moon dust. Does it immediately bounce off again? <laughs> yes, yes, it bounces off, but leaves all of you there. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Sitting in a moon dust crater in the front courtyard of Dr. Ma- Magnet Hans's radioactive oh, no. rocket castle on the moon. We were aiming for the back courtyard. <laughs> The, the the majestic double doors of the radioactive rocket castle open. And Dr. Magnet Hands is standing there in the gap between the doors, pushing the two doors open. And then the effect is ruined because she tries to walk out through the doors, but both her magnet hands are stuck <laughs> to the doors. Mm. <laughs> Very good. I am here to confront you to stop you, la- stop you from stopping me launching my radioactive rocket cashel to hit the World Health Organization. But I am momentarily indisposed, so I will I will leave you in the capable hands of some of my minions while I oh. unstick myself from these doors. Oh boy! Oh no, guys! She. She employs people that has hands. <laughs> no. People that has hands. People that has hands. People that has <laughs> Look out for those people that has hands. <laughs> Look out for them. Oh, my God. It's Dr. Normal Hands. <laughs> to me, my minions, beatboxing Brian, <laughs> Moon Floof, and many, many squid. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Magnet Hands is three most powerful minions. <laughs> oh, man. Jump out of the castle windows and superhero land in the courtyard before you. <laughs> beatboxing Brian, already beatboxing. <laughs> and, the beat, the, and as he beatboxes, <laughs> it seems to lift him off the ground. <laughs> and he, he moves through the air with the power of slow to medium flight. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Moon floof, a sort of marshmallowy creature, <laughs> lands in the courtyard, and out of various apertures in Moon floof's strange marshmallowy body fly. I need to get this number right. Two hundred nineteen billion one hundred twenty-seven million one hundred forty-nine thousand one hundred twenty-seven bees. Oh. <laughs> Oh, dang. It's Lucky uh, Nicholas. Not the bees! <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, it's Lucky Nicholas Cage isn't here, but... Yeah, but I made a bubble wrap! <laughs> oh, yeah. You're safe, then. You're fucking safe. And in uh, uh, the, the many, many squid... Uh, line up in a in a great uh, line in front of those two minions, and you can tell just from the way that the many squid hold themselves that they all have the self belief and vocal talents of Lizzo. Oh no! What? 
Oh no! This is, this is give up now, guys. Who's Lizzie? They're going to be confident. They're all their own soulmate. Exactly. They know how to love them. <laughs> Nothing going to bring them down. I'm an old man in a young man's body. Who's Lizzo? Oh, Chris, you have so much wonderful things ahead of you. You can Google her later. It'll be quite the discovery. It's, it's, it's fine, friends. It's fine, friends. I, I think I can deal with these, uh, with these many, many squid. For I, Superman, have too many shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and they have so many tentacles. So I think this is a perfect match. And uh, I begin throwing my shoes at the many, many squid. And they each have too many shoes to choose from. So, so how, how will they cope? <laughs> they don't. They, they take the too many shoes and they squid away. I like how squid became a verb. <laughs> <laughs> you need to counteract both the squid themselves and their self-belief and vocal talents of Lizzo. Which are you countering with your many, many shoes? Oh, well, it was, it was going to be the, the quantity of squid with the yeah. quantity of shoes. You can so do that. So someone wants to hop in and deal with their confidence first. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, this guy. Have you ever heard about loneliness? <laughs> oh, no. You might think that your shoes look really nice, but what if no one can see them? Have you ever heard? Feeling lonely, squids. <laughs> Dave, is one of your things just loneliness? Oh, bleak. <laughs> Fucking bleak. Wait, you're a penguin of infinite, with infinite remorse and loneliness. <laughs> just keeping the concept of loneliness in his back pocket. Jesus, wept. You are the, the darkest character we've ever created in anything we've ever done. Well, I feel that it settles in on them that they got lovely shoes, but no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that just does for them. <laughs> Spirits are broken. Yet more sea creatures defeated. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so sorry, my fishy brethren. Loneliness killed their world. <laughs> well, I think penguins eat squid, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you gobble them up? Have a nice lunch. You want me to go with them? No, 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 just have a tentacle or two. Oh, if you want me to leave, I could leave. Oh, no, no, Penguin, you stay here. Please stay, Mr. Penguin. <laughs> oh, I'll stay as long as I get to watch those squiddy fox eat their shoes. Why would they eat their shoes? Because <laughs> there's too many of them, Ellie. There's too many. I know. Whenever I think there's too many of a thing, I just eat it. Hey, Jeff, don't you eat your shoes and you're lonely? Sometimes I do. <laughs> oh, I forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking soft skull bringing us all down. Oh, no. Beatbox <laughs> bastard. Guys. Guys, miscellaneous is here to sort out beatbox Brian. <laughs> Though I won't be doing it personally, I'm going to be relying on my friend... A soggy bottom. Mary Berry, <laughs> who, who happens to be a robot... A soggy bottom. ...who is salsa dancing. <laughs> and as we are all aware, salsa is the diametric opposite of beatbox. So they're going to cancel each other out. <laughs> 
It can't be in your mouth and in your hips. (laughs) (laughs) What can't be? The music? age-old proverb. (laughs) Rhythm. Because, of course, Mary Berry makes things, so it's not south of the dance, it's south of the food. Is and she what? dances with it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she has two pots of salsa, like in the, like, maracas. <laughs> so her maracas sort of sploosh everywhere she goes. You're miming castanets. Castanets, thank you, Alex. <laughs> they are salsa castanets. Get your percussion right, you dozy bellies. <laughs> thank you, Soft Skull. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, get your percussion right, you dozy fellow. <laughs> there we go. That's what I wanted. We both forgot our voices then. Yeah, just a bit. So Mary Berry is going to castanate towards them, going, soggy bottom. Castanate? Castanate? Castanate, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you castanate with your castanets. Strat, 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 strat. Can, hello, we, please, hello, can we please do a beatboxing and Mary Belly Mary Berry saying Mary Belly. Soggy Bottom Belly Belly. remix duet. Melly Belly. Melly Belly. We have been doing merely role players for three years and I've been waiting that entire time for you to t- say those words to me. In fact, we've known each other for over a decade and I've been waiting for over a decade for you to say those words to me. Let's do this. Soggy Bottom. So- no, no, she's really posh, isn't she? Soggy Bottom. A soggy bottom, 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 pool, soggy bottom, soggy bottom, soggy bottom, pool, soggy bottom, soggy bottom, soggy bottom. I preferred Sue and Mel, soggy bottom, soggy bottom. I preferred Sue and Mel, soggy bottom. You've broken me. You've broken me, I can't do any more. <laughs> oh. Amazing. Well done. No! Soggy bottom! Mm. Sorry, but before, before Mary Berry can fully defeat beatboxing Brian, somebody oh, no. is going to have to counteract his power of slow to medium flight. <laughs> oh no. I've got this, guys. <coughs> I have also got the power of flight, but only two inches off the ground. <laughs> so I think we're going to have a Wally-esque aerial battle. <laughs> well, kind of, are we talking about the robot Wally or like the Stratton kind of Wally? No, no, robot. Hey! It's <laughs> now, by the way. So uh, my, my sidekick, Jumping Jack, I figured might be quite <laughs> useful in this situation on the moon. Uh, so so he's, he's going to slowly jump and drift through the air slowly descend and then and then jump up again because he can <laughs> jump he is jack of jumping uh, and head slowly bouncing towards uh beatboxing brian yeah soggy bottom yeah, brian soggy yeah bottom. uh and uh and he can reach him because he's also in the air can jumping jack and he's gonna soggy just bottom. jump on him and send him, send him, he's going to jump on him and send him further back to the ground so then Vicky's friend can sort it out. Soggy bottom. Sorry, I'm doing background music. Soggy bottom <laughs> Thank you. background music. Yeah, appreciated. Soggy bottom. So it's like a three way flight fight. Soggy yeah. bottom. Yeah. I'm surprised you managed to get those words out, Ellie. Well done. Thank you. Did we win, Matt? Yes, through this combination. <laughs> You have defeated beatboxing Brian and his power of slow to medium flight. Oh, God. Oh, no. It's very dramatic. And beatboxing Brian perishes on the radioactive surface of the moon. Oh, dear.
I mean, that's what we wanted, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's what we were after. Started beatboxing, had a meltdown, bon appetit. <laughs> in all fairness, anyone who beatboxes probably has it coming, if it, in my opinion. <laughs> Old man Starkey. Dr. Magnet Hands herself has got one of her magnet hands unstuck from the, oh. the radioactive rocket castle doors. Oh no! So now all that stands between you and her is Moonfloof. And oh yeah, shit. 219,127,149,127 bees. Oh no, I should have saved the loneliness for the bees. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, I got nothing for this. <laughs> I got no more friends left. <laughs> Matt, uh, sorry, out, out of character question. How do you use your character? I... <laughs> you, you, you sort of describe how you, like, heroically sacrifice yourself to defeat the creature. Sure, sure, or, sure. But or power I, or I, thing. I, have I? I don't think I've used miscellaneous yet. Or did I use miscellaneous by saying, I am she? No. You haven't, you haven't, unless you've used it, one of your stupid things to counteract one of my stupid things, you right. still have it. Okay, so I still have two stupid things. Oh, right. So my name is Butterscotch Cannon. Yes. But I also have a Butterscotch Cannon. <laughs> you can all, yes. Oh, Butterscotch you are. Cannon. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was just my name. I, Shoot I, yourself. So we've got four things that we can do. Yes. yes. But if you use your fourth thing, if you have no things left, die. you oh. die heroically. I thought one of them was our name, so that yes. means we had three things. No, it is, it. yeah. Hi. One of them is your name, but you can use your name, your whole self, your identity. Oh, well, I can fuck up these bees then in seconds. Why, <laughs> <laughs> though? Let someone who's not going to die by doing it do it. I've still got two things left. Oh. I had imagined Butterstock Scotch Cannon as a talking cannon on the wheels, so moving around that way, uh, with the cannon shape and two little eyes and a bow on top of the cannon. <laughs> and then when she makes her friends, she just shoots them out. Is that not right? You Is have given right? us a lot more thought than I have, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a web series, bitch. <laughs> sure. Off I go. I would buy the merch. and the sad penguin. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck you, please. I've got an extra power I thought I'd never had. And I'm gonna shoot butterscotch on all these fucking bees. No, butterscotch, <laughs> we love you! No, I still got one more thing left, buddy. Don't you worry about me. Oh, butterscotch, fucking do it then, who gives a shit? <laughs> I'll twiddle with my bow <laughs> on my head. It's and canon now. Butterscotch to hey. be sticky. I missed that strat. Sorry, <laughs> so, sorry it's, a, it's a very bad joke that I should have waited. Uh, please start again. Twiddle with it's my canon tw now, baby. <laughs> 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 oh, very good. <laughs> I'll twiddle with my bow. What, what do you do, Chris? <laughs> I'll twiddle with my bow. <laughs> twiddle with my bow. And then I set my butterscotch to super sticky. <laughs> <laughs> and then I spurt it all over the fucking bean. <laughs> and I've got unlimited butterscotch. It just keeps going and going and going until all those bees be gone. The bees cannot resist so much butterscotch. 
they are they are overwhelmed even though there are several hundred billion of them <laughs> the, the the battlefield the the moon castle courtyard is just littered with butterscotch and crunchy bee bits that's right and all that remains between you and captain and captain dr magnet hands is Moonfloof itself, the marshmallowy weird body, now like blobbing outwards and growing and growing to fill the Mooncastle courtyard. Hey guys, I feel a bit spent after all that butterscotching. Can one of you take over, please? No? Okay. <laughs> God stuff. Dramatic silence. Uh, <laughs> what does what uh, Moonfloof look like? What the fuck is Moonfloof? <laughs> I picture Moonfloof as a kind of... Has anybody seen Akira? No. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she a motorbike? <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine a baby made out of, of a marshmallowy substance and then imagine the baby just the marshmallowy baby just kept growing and like bits kept like budding um, off it mm, like mm. growths keep appearing all over okay. it giant and monstrous and marshmallowy and baby like on the moon no one needs that guys I think I've got this so she she moves through, but I don't know why I think she's a she. I've assumed her gender. <laughs> Fucking error. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to prove that, that they're not as soft as they think they are. Because, behold, my soft skull. And I just lightly butt my head <laughs> against moon food and it just fucking caves in on itself and then pops back out again. Your, your head or the floof? Barely, yeah, I basically headbutt the floof, but like so lightly, I basically just lightly touch it and it just caves in and then pops back out again. And the knowledge that Moonfloof isn't as soft as, as I am is enough to render them just redundant as, a, as, an, as an entity. Is this the second time we've used existential crisis to kill off an enemy? <laughs> it's really fucking powerful, Ellie. So yeah, <laughs> it gets the best of us, including Moonflu. It collapses like <sighs> like a failed souffle. Oh, mm. so sad. Nothing sadder than a failed bon souffle. Bon appetit. Into the into the butterscotch bee goo lining the castle courtyard. Mary Berry is very judgy at this. <laughs> it's a shit, shit, shit. You can get that. You can do this. It's my drunken. Wait, no, no, no. It's a shit showstopper. Oh, yeah. there we go. I can see why that took two attempts. <laughs> <laughs> it's very tricky. It's hard to say. It's tongue twister. Mary would just say it's a little bit informal. <laughs> yeah, she's so nice. She is. She is lovely. I'm still surprised Matt managed to reel out that number of bees perfectly both times. <laughs> I know. I'm very impressed. I'm intimidated, if anything. Matt should do that song from Rent. 
<laughs> Matt is looking at his notes and we are not. <laughs> you don't know me, Dave. How, how many bees? I've deleted it from the list now, so I have no idea. Oh. There were five bees. We killed all five of them. <laughs> two, two billion, many, many thousand, hundreds of bees. How do you measure? Measure <laughs> Measuring Measuring. Bees. Measuring bees. Measuring bees. With apologies and gratitude to the people that write rent. I think. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do not own the copyright for this song. Reasons <laughs> of love. <laughs> love is very good. Reasons <laughs> of love, whoever, whichever one of you it was. was not, it was not the same I love you so much. <laughs> yes. All right, lovies. It's me, Matt, your compere, just flitting about during the interval to make sure everyone's still having fun without getting too overly rowdy. If you enjoyed Vigil Playtime, the production before this one, then I've got an exciting announcement for you. Playtime is now available as a mystery scenario for Monster of the Week. So as long as you have the Monster of the Week role-playing game rulebook and a group of friends to play it with, You can pick up playtime and see whether your players and characters handle the situation the same way Percy and the team did, or whether they come up with some radically different way to save the school. I've given you the setup to present to the players, suggestions for how to connect the characters to the situation, the monster stats for when they show up, and even some material that never came up in our playthrough, like what happens if the hunters fail, and what lies beneath those scratchy school carpets. Even if you don't play Monster of the Week, I've included some snippets of history and other info that reveal a bit more about Sheridan, the middle English market town where Vigil takes place. In fact, the document itself is a thing that exists in Sheridan. It's designed as an unofficial community newsletter that reports on strange happenings in the town. As well as the events of playtime, it goes a little into the fiery events of 1852, and discusses why such odd things are happening in Sheridan, of all places. You can get playtime from the link in the episode notes, or go to foggyoutline.com and click on games. We'll be back in Sheridan in two weeks' time, when we reopen the main house for our second vigil production, Cold Snap. But let's not get too ahead of ourselves. I have to go corral our drunken cast ready for the next scene, so please return to your seats in the studio. Dr. Magnet Hands Act 2 of 2 will conclude after this message from our friends in the Actual Play UK community. Here at Pen and Slabs, we take our episodes seriously. Observe! Natural one. Confounded dragon. I must prepare for next week. Why? What are we doing next week, Bellry? The same thing we do every week, Dragon. Try to accent the world! It's Penance, it's Penance RPG, G, G, G. Penance RPG, the definition of insanity!
I'm done. And as Moonfloof collapses... <laughs> oh yeah, we're playing this game, aren't we? <laughs> behind Moonfloof is revealed... Magnet hands. Oh no! Fully unstuck from the castle doors. Oh, you finally managed that then. And she levels her magnet hands at all of you. And you see them power up, and all of your car keys fly out of your pocket onto the magnet hands. My shots! As she uses her power. She uses her power of car key retrieval. <laughs> Is she like a really, really obvious swinger or something? <laughs> <laughs> ah, the little number the zoo put on me, it ripped out of my wing. How will you how will you get how will you get back to Earth now without all of your car keys? <laughs> This, this is what I want to clarify. Is it just car keys that she is magnetizing or is it anything metal? Only car keys. Her okay, specific good. power is car key retrieval. Is it car key retrieval, but also car key retrieval? <laughs> no, no, specifically C-A-R-K-E-Y. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Because miscellaneous is wearing only car key. <laughs> <laughs> miscellaneous is stripped entirely naked. <laughs> all right, man, it's just dodging all the car keys as much as possible. <laughs> Try not to sustain any fatal injuries. Uh, Anyone else aroused? This car key retrieval is only the most minor of my superpowers. <laughs> Do you think you can defeat me, Dr. Agnet Hand? <laughs> So We're good. gonna give it a damn good try. Uh, you you seem, got it, Jeff. You seem unnatural to me in your strange powers, and I can tell you for sure that nature always finds a way. <laughs> yes, it does. So we're gonna fight back, and I'm going to. Um, I've, <laughs> I have with me in my um, battle bag uh, two, <laughs> two identical pills. Uh, one that makes you sleep and the other makes you shit yourself. <laughs> now, what I've done is I've ground them both up into a fine powder. Hey! And I'm going to just blow them into her mouth and nasal cavities. Because Jeff does not think literally, he thinks laterally. That's right, always outside the box. Don't breathe in, guys. <laughs> Just his oh pills. god, I'm so sorry guys, I breathed a big huff! A <laughs> big huff of Jeff's powder! <laughs> you never, never huff on Jeff's powder! Oh, oh, it's okay, penguins are always shitting themselves! <laughs> <laughs> How'd you feel about that, penguin? Oh, I'm so sorry! <laughs> sorry, penguin! So we. <laughs> Dr. Magna Hands cannot help but breathe in the, the combined powders, sneezes, <laughs> her eyes droop, so do her pants. <laughs> oh. She falls to her knees, hand, magnet hands still covered in your car keys, and what leaks from her pants appears to be... Sentient jam. Oh, God. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and the sentient jam forms a Dr. Magnet Hands double. It's it's raspberry. And it's made Ooh. and it's a Dr. Magnet Hands outline made of raspberry jam. And it's coming so to get you. And sweet. 
<laughs> guys. Oh, I got nothing for this guy. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna commit the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> no soft skull. No, no soft skull. No, don't bore the jam to death. <laughs> no, no. Because, because the jam has originated from her anus. I'm I'm gonna use my. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Don't say that. And this, and this. It's mobular telephone all over again. <laughs> it was so perfect. I, I want to know what the answer to anus jam is. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> oh, Alex! Is it anus bread? <laughs> was, please, no. say it again. <laughs> but whisper it this time. <laughs> I need to put my head between my legs. <laughs> ASMR. Just, re- just yeah, ASMR. really quietly. Say, say you Anna's. Put your head between your legs because you're turned on. No, <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> 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 uh, Alex, while in your wardrobe, whisper <laughs> Anna's. <laughs> whisper your Anna's wardrobe, Alex. Anna's. There we go. Um. Because the germs originated from her anus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Keep going. Keep talking, Alex. Take all the time you need. I've got this. I've got this. Yeah, you've got this. Use your words. We believe in you, soft girl. <laughs> I'm going to lead the jam on a merry dance. <laughs> and to do this, I'm going to use a fart machine to lead them away with the sounds of their people. <laughs> people! <laughs> oh, God! You, you Pied Piper away the sentient thump jam. <laughs> I didn't realise what you said for so long. (laughs) 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 The music of their people. (laughs) Guys, I'm so dead. That's very good. (sighs) Does the sentient (sighs) bum jam have a dance of their people as well to go with the music of their people? Do they dance away? It's more of a shuffle. <laughs> I find a lot of my oh. climaxes result in a bum shuffle. <laughs> Christ. I'm so glad that's on tape. Uh, I just want to say, Natalie, sentient bum jam is possibly the best combination of three words I've ever heard. And the name for our fictional metal band. <laughs> <laughs> Not the name of your sex tape. Hopefully not, apart from if you're Dave. <clears throat> you finish the game, but actually, sentient bum jam. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you'd won. That was that was Soft Skull's last power, including my own Soft Skull. So <gasps> oh, no! oh, no! Soft Skull! Ah, soft Skull! Ah. Describe your heroic death. My heroic death is, as I lead off the sentient bum jam, 
<laughs> Does any heroic death start with that sentence? And end with fart machine. You can stop there, Alex. You're done. Jeff Goldblum is going to play you out with some sad, soft jazz. Please feel free to narrate your death over the top. Plink, plink. Plink, 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 plink. Sascal, you're the only one that got me. I just end up in a crater covered in raspberry jam. And anus music. The girl from Asanina comes walking in. <laughs> and so ends the heroic tale of Soft Skull. That's tragic. The rest of you, you need to deal with Dr. Magnet Hands's power of car key retrieval and Dr. Magnet Hands herself. Is she not fucking dead? <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't one of those things get dirt with, with the powder she snorted? Or, okay. Oh, yeah. Or did that only have a terrible consequence of creating the sentient bum jam? <laughs> Seems that way. It didn't even deal with either well, of them. She shot herself and the bum jam came out, right? Yeah. 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 Jeff Goldblum! <laughs> she, is still, she is still mostly asleep. I'll say that. She is still mostly oh, asleep. She's mostly, um, mostly yeah. asleep then. Uh, miscellaneous has the best uh, the the best ability to deal with someone who is asleep. I'm going to use my power of a pharmaceutical nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, I project into her dreams. It's it's like it's okay, that, okay okay oh, okay sorry okay, hello let's, yes, I'm stopping. Let's zoom in. So, Doctor Magna hands her eyelids heavy. Her, her knees hit the surface of the radioactive moon. Mama Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. He was always going to do it, Alex. <laughs> he can't resist. There's raspberry, on her jam, there's raspberry jam on her sweater already. <laughs> Mama Spaghetti. We scene change to the inside of Dr. Magnet Hans's psyche. Here we do. What does she see in this okay. pharmaceutical nightmare? So before she sees anything, she starts to hear something. He goes, and it's it's essentially the scene from that that crazy fucking trip that Disney did. Fantasia, Fantasia, a classic. And so she sees Miscellaneous in in the in the Mickey Mouse hat doing this a lot with the arms, uh, and surrounding her are. Like full human size uh, uh, pills uh, <laughs> with legs and arms, and uh, they're holding uh, like syringes, like mops, uh, and uh, they are essentially just just stab just stabbing the floor with the syringes, just full on stabbing it and injecting injecting the the floor with with helpful vaccination. <laughs> Um. So, 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 Richard. Rather than an, an intense nightmare as a result of pharmaceuticals, you've gone for a pharmaceutical themed nightmare. Yes, yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay, so, that's fine, darling. I just Ben Goldacre is in the corner explaining <laughs> the bleeding effect. Um, <laughs> the the personification of GlaxoSmithKline, which is a man called Glaxo, a lady called Smith, and a lady called Klein, uh, are all there, just eating money. They're just eating money. 
and shitting profits. That's what they're doing. They're eating money, they're shitting profits. Um, this is political theatre. <laughs> that profits. sounds like that sounds like pharmaceutical dream, though, Richard. That's like pharmaceutical dream, mate. Oh no! But the profits, the profits are drowning, <laughs> are drowning working class. They're eating profits, sh- eating money, shitting profits, which are drowning the working class. But the, the drowning working class are giving <laughs> their money into a machine that is then taking those profits and feeding them into the mouths of Glasgow, Smith and Klein, which are then spitting <laughs> out the profits and, and, drowning, and drowning the people. But the, the problem with it, this is not a sustainable business model, Chris. <laughs> so what they're having to do is find other people and put them into, into the pile of shit so they can shit more and get more more profit uh, and anytime someone tries to to escape it through socialized medicine they're like no fuck you back in the shit back in the shit and they're shitting they just keep on shitting Chris they keep on shitting but they keep making money and no one understands why it's like pharmaceuticals have got to... And then, after a certain amount of time, they realise that nobody, nobody in their right mind could actually witness this and accept that it's okay. So you know those things that cover swimming pools that come out on, on those, like, <laughs> they're, like, they're wrapped up and they come up and they cover swimming pools? What it is, it's the American flag, Chris, that covers over the swimming pool. And it's the American health system that covers over the shit. And they pretend that this is okay, but it's not okay, Chris. It's not okay. I don't know who Chris is. <laughs> I'm but a Scotch But I appreciate the further of your argument. I feel like we need to give a round of applause for that. Yeah. that is, was... is Strat okay? <laughs> Strat is very drunk, Natalie. <laughs> Strat is very drunk. <laughs> I would describe his, uh, him as incensed and volatile. Mr. Magna Hans from Denmark, I'm so sorry you heard that <laughs> parade against the American health system. Sad, sadly, <laughs> sadly, none of you, none of you uh-huh. see any of this. All you see is Dr. Magna Hans, her her eyes closed and her her eyes clearly in deep REM sleep under the eyelids, and she is helpless. She clearly cannot now fly her uh, radioactive rocket-powered moon castle into the World Health Organization in this state, but all of your car keys are still stuck to her magnet hands. <laughs> oh, no! And that is the last obstacle that you need to overcome before you can escape from the moon and go back to your lives. I have three left feet with <laughs> only four toes each. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see how this is going to play out. I, I mean, frankly, I think it's pretty shit, so I, maybe I throw those and they do no thing at all. Throw your feet? <laughs> if Helen's feet aren't going to work, I think I'm going to deploy my <laughs> army of hamsters endorsed by brands. GlaxoSmithKline. <laughs> None of them are GlaxoSmithKline. Oh, they're too busy shouldn't. Have how about the hamsters ride the the dismembered toes in, into yes. battle? Exactly, and then they can just go and grab a car key each and then run them all back to us. Would you like to say which brands the hamsters are uh, endorsed by? Maybe maybe some brands that might like to sponsor our show. <laughs> um, I'm just going to make it really specific and say they're all Korean beauty brands. <laughs> 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 the 
none of you have heard of. <laughs> if you're looking, if you're looking for sponsorship, we should just name the obvious sponsorship people. So they're going to be what Squarespace, um, yeah, Squarespace, a uh, Casper mattress, Casper mattress, yeah, Money yeah. for OMG, yes, if we can get it. TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> TikTok is not one of them. Quip, the Quip toothbrushes, Quip, the razors. Yes. Harry's. Harry's razors. Harry's. <laughs> Blue uh, apron. They're so cheap. Oh, HelloFresh, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they've all got, lo- all the hamsters have logos shaved into their fur. <laughs> Ick. Isn't that what Harry's do, though, shave hamsters? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they gave me all the tools to do that, so thanks. They're not going to sponsor us if you say this, shave hamsters. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's where, like... The hamsters want it. <laughs> it's their sister brand, Hammies. Hey. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Hamsters yeah. just want to be naked mole rats. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> and so the ha- the branded hamsters and the the extra left feet with too many toes or not enough toes, one or the other. Not enough. Retrieve all of your car keys. And you are now free <laughs> to escape the moon. This is my thing, right? I still have technically two powers left. And what mm-hmm. I would like to do, mm. I have a radioactive Waitrose bag for life. <laughs> I would like to scoop Dr. Magnet Hands up into this bag. Uh, she's used to the radiation because she lives on That's a radioactive moon, right? But <laughs> it's a very big bag, actually. Oh, wow. um, okay. And we're going to. It's gonna... a bag for life. Yeah, we're going to scoop her and we're going to drag her over to the crater where Alex and, um, where Soft Skull, sorry, and the uh, the sentient bum jam. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> Their kind of pool um, ended, <laughs> ended up. Uh, and we're going to scoop Dr. Magnet Hands in there as well. Um, and it forms a kind of broth. Is it a stew? Is it a soup? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, Superman is going to use his powers of, of souping to um, combine <laughs> all of these things together and the radio uh, the radiation from the radioactive waitress bag yeah. is radiation. going to um, bring Soft Skull back to life. <gasps> yes! Wow, I wow, miss wow, him wow, so wow. much. Oh, hi, hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so your personality ain't changed. Is that it? <laughs> I just realised Soft Skull's voice is the absolute opposite of uh, of the, the cannon, the butterscotch cannon. The butterscotch cannon. <laughs> it's like really high and fast and really low and slow. Like, you guys, like, surely this is the love story <laughs> that, that this story needs. I'm literally a cannon. <laughs> It's yes, yeah, the love story literally no one asked for. I, I well, I asked for it. <laughs> I'm asexual, can it? Can love bloom on the battlefield? <laughs> I think it can on the radioactive moon. Love is a battlefield. Oh, Ooh, there we go. <laughs> I've always been so attracted to the way your skull is so soft. Love is sentient bum jam. I've <laughs> well, <I> missed something. <laughs> And that's the lesson we've all learned today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've learned anything from this. <laughs> Disagree. Uh, and scene as Dr. Magnet Hands.
I love Dr. Magnet Hands. We did a lot better than when we have to roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> This has been Dr. Magnet Hands, a studio production from Nearly Role Players. It stars Dave as the Penguin of Constant Remorse, Alex Pankhurst as Soft Skull, Ellie Pitkin as Jeff Goldblum, Chris Starkey as Butterscotch Cannon, Helen Stratton as Super Static Man, Strat as Miss Selenius, Vicky as Bubble Wrap Man, and Natalie Winter as Superman. Sound design for this production is by Natalie Winter, the main theme is by Alex Pankhurst, and the closing theme is performed by Ellie Pitkin and Chris Starkey. I'm Matt Boothman, and I play Dr. Magnet Hands and her cronies, as well as editing and producing this episode. Dr. Magnet Hands is a role-playing game for drunk people, created by Grant Howitt from Rowan, Rook and Deckard. You can find Dr. Magnet Hands and many other fine games at rrdgames.com. Merely Role Players is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on! What's that face, Strat? That was impressed. I was impressed. Like we did, we nailed that. Drama students take like a year to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're shit. No, like. you learn your first year of a, of a drama degree. How to? Yeah, but you don't get accounting when you do it. That's true. You're just supposed to sense it. But like with mm. the lag and the, you know, you're a slag. <laughs> he said lag, Ellie. Stop taking everything so Stop personally. calling me a slag. I'll <laughs> go, oh, guys. Can't we all just be friends? I can't be dealing with this. <laughs> oh, he just left. <laughs> this DM. Until you start talking nicely to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Once a teacher, always a teacher, Starkey.